Welcome back to the Talking Chop podcast brought to you by the folks over at Chief of Staff KC. This week, we're joined by community entrepreneur and owner of three Urtini franchises yep. and superhero yoga, Isaac Collins. Isaac, welcome back to the Let It Fly studio. I know you've been here before, yeah. uh, but it's great to have you here with us this week. How's your uh, week going so far? It's going pretty good, man. Just working from the comfort and warmth of my own home. So yeah, <laughs> loving it. 2020, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. In a nutshell. I know, man. Well, uh, the Chiefs won a frustrating game over the Dolphins, uh, 33 to 27 on mm-hmm. Sunday, securing their fifth straight AFC title. AFC West title, excuse me. Uh, and then with the Steelers also losing to the Bills on Sunday night, the Chiefs now hold the number one overall seed and mm-hmm. pretty much almost have that locked up depending on how these last couple games go. Uh, but as we chop it up, we'll talk about a slow offensive start on Monday, Travis Kelsey's record-setting season, and our preview for Week 15 against the Saints in New Orleans this weekend. Uh, but first, we're bringing you the positions of the week brought to you by Chief of Staff KC, your local trusted talent scouts. We'll bring you the best accounting and finance, HR, ops, and sales, as well as admin and marketing candidates and talent that Kansas City has to offer. Lucas, what do you got for us this week? Yeah, so we have a really exciting company. I don't want to give away too many details per usual, but it's a conglomeration of marketing, um, e-commerce, and consumer goods uh, company. They're looking for an accounting manager. Um, really, you could look at this as like an assistant controller, just with the responsibilities that are are entailed with this role. But right now, it's titled accounting manager, um, six-figure compensation, uh, but you're going to need eight to 10 years of experience. So if you're not there yet, don't even you know, call me. We'll talk about other jobs, but this one's unfortunately not for you. Uh, you will need the public accounting background and then have transitioned out to more of a corporate accounting role. They want to see both of that. And, and it doesn't have to be the, the big four firms, right? As long as you just had some sort of public accounting experience, that would suffice. Um, other than that, though, really fast-growing company with the headquarter headquarters on the West Coast, and then they're building out their Kansas City location. So uh, really a lot of vertical growth moving forward and an exciting role. There you go, man. Uh, and on the operations side, I actually have uh, an interesting position um, to close out the year. I have a general manager for a yoga studio opening up out in Olathe. Um, they're looking for someone that has good sales experience as well as operations experience, um, just kind of managing the day-to-day of the studio, but also bringing in new members uh, as this uh, franchise opens up at the uh, end of January, early February. So um, if you're looking to, I mean, if health and wellness is a passion of yours, if you're looking to kind of be the face of his studio uh, and take on, on the COVID 15 or COVID-20. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But yeah, reach out to us. That's a cool opportunity we got opening up uh, here this week. Um, But yeah, those are your positions of the week brought to you by Chief of Staff KC. Lucas, take us away, man. All right, time to talk some shop. So Isaac, again, thanks for being here. It's great to meet you. Uh, I've heard nothing but but great things um, about what you've done and in your career. Um, you know, I really want to discuss your entrepreneurial story a little bit. That's really where we yeah. like to kind of give that first bit. So, you know, would you mind giving us a quick rundown uh, sure. of that career? Yeah, yeah. So um, I know this is a more of a Kansas City based one. So I'll say that I am from Kansas City, yeah. Kansas City born, um, raised in St. Joe, Missouri, okay. stayed there pretty much my whole life, actually gotcha. went to uh, college at Missouri Western, which in St. Joe, played football, mm-hmm. majored in business, double major, mar- uh, marketing and management. Okay. And uh, so my entrepreneurial story actually starts there because um, right after college, I dove into and, and purchased my first business. Mm-hmm. Well, I did that out of the help of my college. Sure. So I graduated 2011 in 08. They started this three-way partnership applied learning class where the whole goal was to get graduating seniors and alumni 
into business right after college instead of just finding a job. Right. So sure, that's great. I had this dream of, of owning my own business. Didn't think it would happen until I was like 45, <laughs> you know? So um, I was like, sure, I'll, I'll check it out. So entered the class, um, competed to win, wrote a business plan, pitched at the end of the semester, ended up winning. Nice. So um, our benefactor, Stephen Craig, actually helped us get into business at that point. In my year, three people got awarded stores. And I started with the Rocky Mountain Chocolate Factory yeah. uh, store at the age of 22. I saw go. that. Yeah, yeah, like no clue what I'm doing. Just <laughs> kind of got thrusted into it. Um, but I, I'm a firm believer in on-the-job training is the best way to go. So ran that for four years till 2016. In 2015, I used some of my profits to come back to Kansas City and I bought my first Yogurtini. Okay. So for a year, I owned both of those, the Rocky mm -hmm. Mountain in Iowa and the Yogurtini here. Which one would you choose at that time oh, if you had to man. pick an ice cream? At, at the <laughs> time, I would say I would choose chocolate. I would choose Rocky Mountain. Okay. All right. um, because I love the operations of it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but I loved being here. So sure. if I could have a Rocky Mountain in Kansas City, mm -hmm. that would be like a dream come true. Like go. I love sweets. Yeah, okay. Um, you heard it here first. Maybe that's uh, yeah, yeah, I'm working on something. We'll, we'll see, you know. <laughs> Sorry so. to interrupt. Go no, ahead. you're good, you're good. So that was 2016. Um, ended up selling the business after that. And then 2018, bought a second one, Yogurtini mm -hmm. Shoal Creek up by Liberty. Yeah. And um, 2017, going back a year, I actually started a nonprofit with two... Uh, partners called Superhero Yoga. Mm -hmm. We serve and teach trauma-informed trauma yoga to um, inner-city kids during their school day. So right now we're teaching about 800 kids yoga during their school day every single week. Wow, it's that's really great. really cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, and then this year, I actually got into my third yoga teeny in Overland Park. So my wife and yeah. I own three now. Yeah, that's it's awesome. been a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. a cool story. I mean, that leads me to my next part is like 2020 has obviously been a hard year for a lot of people, but man, it seems like you've been kind of dominating. Um, we were talking about before, obviously, you know, revenue across the board is kind of down, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, in your personal life, you got a new baby on the way. Congratulations. Man, congrats. Thank you. Congrats. Um, and obviously open up a new shop, uh, but then you also got a lot of, um, you know, stories written about you in news uh, over the summer as well with all the, the social justice stuff going on. So, yeah. um, you know, Tell me about your mindset this year and sure. you know how you've continued to um, consistently uh, be so successful this year. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. Thank you for the compliments. Um, it's been an interesting year. We, we all know that. We yeah. all know it's been very up and down and whatnot and everything going on in our world with the pandemic and racial injustice and, mm -hmm. and everything in between. For me, I started off really struggling mentally this year. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I was worried that I was going to lose my two businesses at the time. Yeah. I Sheesh. just found myself in the survival mindset, and I really was stuck there for a while. Um, it wasn't until my wife helped me get out of that where I really had to make a decision. I can sit here and keep complaining about what could mm -hmm. potentially happen mm -hmm. that had not happened yet, um, or I could do something about it. And so I went on this mission to make the best of this year. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I literally went and, and DM'd and messaged all of my competitors in Kansas City in the suburbs who were in the frozen yogurt business. And I asked who would want to sell. I was just curious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And out of the four that I messaged, all four were interested in having a conversation. Wow. <laughs> uh, three ended up wanting to sell. And then I narrowed it down to the one that was the best deal. Right. Yeah. And I figured, you know, hey, this year is going to be tough. Might as well make something out of it. Because as we know, 
the best opportunities are literally birthed in the business season of winter. Yeah. Um, so we went through with it. We closed on, it was an orange leaf frozen yogurt, mm -hmm. closed on it mid-July, um, took it over, flipped it, mm -hmm. turned it into a yogurt teeny and opened up mid-August, and I yeah. got it for a really cheap price. I, you, go. Yeah. you know, I couldn't turn it down. So yeah, yeah sales are low right now because the pandemic and it's winter, mm -hmm. but sure. you know, next year when everything turns around, it's gonna be good. You're yeah. set yeah. up. I feel like a lot of the stories we've heard this year, the success stories are, are these mental switches mm -hmm. in the middle of this year where totally. where things kind of were looking, you know, uh, dull yeah. or, or mundane. Yeah. And yeah, exactly. And and a lot of these entrepreneurs like yourself, I mean, you guys have really kicked it up a notch and I love to see that, you know. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, sorry, I'll let you continue. No, I mean, yeah. it really is a mindset, though. Like, mm -hmm. I, I remember, like, I mean, we, we were down revenue-wise and just business-wise <laughs> yeah. from mm -hmm. people not hiring. And I remember talking to my dad. I'm like, man, I'm frustrated. I wish I was doing more. Like, I wish I could do more. And he's like, man, you know, be an entrepreneur. It's all about that mindset. You got to continue to look for yeah. opportunities, engage with the community, and meet as many people as possible. So yeah. mm -hmm. uh, it really is a mindset. So yeah. thanks for you know, a brief look into uh, that mindset. Um, Thanks for asking. Yeah, but you and I connected a few weeks back on a Zoom call, just kind of an intro networking call, but we kind of bonded over our shared uh, passion for, you know, giving back to the community mm -hmm. and just getting involved here in Kansas City. So um, outside of superhero yoga, what are some other ways that you're involved? Or obviously you can expand on that if you like, but sure. what are some other ways that you're involved here in, in town and um, trying to create community in Kansas City? Yeah, yeah. So I, I'll start with the superhero yoga. That's something that's been... Mm -hmm started off just a passion project right. like you know this will be fun um you know I, i'm a yoga instructor as well i've been teaching yoga for four or five years there we go and okay. i started at 26. i was like i love the benefits of yoga let's give this to some kids because if i could have started this at you know 20 15 10 5 this yeah. would be very beneficial so we partnered with the school and took off with it and now we're in three schools wow. um teaching pre-k all the way to sixth grade oh wow you know so four to 10 or something like that change yeah. people's lives right? yeah you know pivotal I mean? years of yeah, yeah sure exactly and so it's been really really cool um through yoga teeny we're continuing to um, do our our partnerships through fundraisers and that kind of stuff and we're helping these organizations right now put money back in their pockets right so if you'd follow the numbers for-profit businesses are closing at an exponential rate well nonprofits are well are as, oh, as yeah. well at about yep. the same rate yep so for us to be able to help these organizations put money in their pockets that's been pretty dope mm -hmm. um but also you know everyone's talking about supporting local so mm -hmm. on our social media pages we're trying to do a good job of talking about these local businesses who are either struggling or just adding a lot of value and just highlighting what they're doing yeah uh, so that's kind of been our thing that we're doing this year sure yeah. oh man that's cool yeah um well you're gonna get to Run through some rapid fire questions next. I love it. Let's uh, go. So every week we ask a kind of like a football analogy, essentially, but it's going to be a recent first down. Yeah. So something, a small success you've had that led to sequential success. Um, we'll ask for a, a sack, maybe a small setback. You can't use COVID. I want to okay. try to make you think outside <laughs> yeah. the box. Oh, man. It's been the, it's been the answer pretty much all year so far. <laughs> that, that's the easy one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So I'm going to throw that one out there this time. Uh, and then a Hail Mary, uh, Patrick Mahomes style. And that can be like a lofty goal that you had for this year, which you can elaborate a little bit more on the, the business transaction, or you can think about a goal for next year that you're looking to obtain. Sure. Um, but yeah, we'll start with the first down. Yeah. Oh, man. I know. Putting you on the spot. And is this... <laughs> 
for the whole year or just like recent? Yeah, it could be recent. It could be something that you encountered earlier this year that, you know, now you're kind of reaping the benefits, right? Or something along those lines. So that helps. Okay. Um, I guess I'll kind of do answer that one in, in, and I guess it has a little bit to do with COVID. Okay. But I think a good first down that we had for this year where a lot of people were furloughing employees Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff. I think our big first down and something that we're really happy about is we didn't have to furlough anyone. That's I mean, awesome. I, I, over three locations, we have 42 employees. Wow. Two full-time, 40 um, part-time, and we were able to keep everybody. Good for you, man. Said, you know, that's so I, for me, that's a big bragging moment. Oh, like, yeah. You know, we were able to Should. do enough to keep people paid, right. um, especially my two full-time managers. Right. I'm literally paying them, yep. um, and I'm, I'm their sole source of income. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's been dope. Hundred percent, good deal. Yeah. Uh, that's a great first down because that will will definitely pay off, you know, moving forward. Yeah, right? and build loyalty too. Of and course, take care yeah. of you. Yeah. Uh, what about a sack? Uh, besides oh, COVID, man. besides COVID. Mm. Um, I think that business related or or personal as well, or personal yeah, too. either yeah. however you want to interpret it. Okay. So a sack, something that was a setback. Slight setback, and then you were able to overcome. Yeah. You know, or get back on the horse. Yeah. Um, with all of the kind of racial injustice stuff that was going on, and this is really weird to share, but it kind of is what it is. Um, you know, I was very vocal in speaking up about, about things that were going on just as oh. a black person, but also a black business owner. Mm-hmm. And so from speaking up, there actually was some ramifications to my business for speaking up and saying, you know, this or that and not saying anything political, just saying, you know, hey, equality and that kind of stuff. Right. Um, Got a lot of not a lot, some messages, people saying, hey, now that I know that this business is owned by someone of color, I know where not to spend my money. That's terrible. You know, so and I didn't, you know, put that out there for the whole world to see. But it was one of those things where it was just like, dang, man, that's why we're we're speaking up and that's right. why we're fighting. Exactly. Um, but the cool thing about that is, and, and something that has happened, is there's been so much support mm-hmm. around supporting black business mm-hmm. and supporting local business just in general. So yeah. it, it came around, you know, maybe lost some customers, but it was cool how people really come around us. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. No, we're, I'm buying my next yogurt teeny. Come on, let's go. Sure. So <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll see you soon. Yeah, um, let's go. And then, yeah, so... Uh, Hail Mary, Patrick Mahomes style, a lofty goal for next year or, or something maybe you accomplished this year if you'd like to share however um, yeah. you to, to go about it. Yeah. So I was actually uh, looking over this with my wife, and obviously COVID has um, ruined some. Some people, depending what business you're in, if you're in Zoom, mm-hmm. you're killing it right yeah. now. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> uh, but all the goals I have for 2020 are kind of mixed up, but most of them we've we've still knocked out. Nice. So we're looking at another Yogurtini. I thought it was going to be either in Tiffany Springs or Lee Summit. Mm-hmm. Those didn't happen, but we got one in Overland Park. Yeah, We wanted to buy a house. Took halfway through the year, but we did it. We wanted to get pregnant. Yeah. We have gotten pregnant, there so that's been amazing. Awesome. Yeah. So um, we, we added another dog into the family, so the family unit is is kind of killing it as far as there that you goes. Go. Sure. Um, business-wise, we had goals to reach certain sales. Obviously, mm-hmm. we didn't hit that. Mm-hmm. Our biggest goal that we had was to 
make the business kind of autonomous, make it turnkey, make it run on its own. Right. And through everything that we've been through, we've been able to do that. Nice. It's really, really cool. So, That's great. you know, right now, since I have a pregnant wife, I'm not going to the stores. I'm working from home only. Yep. Well, since we put the work in, I'm able to do that right. now. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go in there. So it's really cool that my team's able to yeah. work and function without right. me being in there. So did COVID give you more time to, I guess, work internally on the business? Um, yes. Okay. There you yeah. go. Nice, yeah. man. Focusing on those Congrats. systems. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have, uh, as entrepreneurs, have this ongoing to- to-do list. Oh, yeah. You have a section of it that you feel like you're just never going to hit, but it stays there. <laughs> I actually dipped into that list. There you go. And it kind of, hey. you know, allowed me to yeah. have the business be where it's at now. So. Yeah. Well, congrats on an amazing 2020, Isaac. I mean, it's really great to hear not only your story, but, you know, Mm -hmm. thanks for also, you know, being a vocal leader as well, Um, not only with uh, the the black entrepreneur community, but just in in Kansas City in general as well. Um, So, yeah, if you guys want to pick up some gift cards for Christmas, you you know where to go. Uh, And again, thanks for supporting local as well, uh, because we do as well. So Appreciate it, guys. Um, Yeah. But uh, let's chop it up. Let's Let's chop chop it it up. up. Um, So after a very slow first quarter uh, and three interceptions from Mr. Mahomes, uh, the Chiefs put up 30 straight points to take down the Dolphins on Sunday. Um, Again, taking home their AFC West title for the fifth straight year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Isaac, we always kind of give our guests the first take um, when it comes to, you know, these games. So what were your your big thoughts? Time's time's yours. Yeah, sure. So I, I... Loved watching the game just in general, um, and and I'll get to midway through the game what happened to me, but watching the beginning of it, um, I was a little shocked. You know, being a, a a lifelong Kansas City fan, there's always a little bit of like skepticism in it. It still, still creeps a little bit. Right? <laughs> it does. Back there and you know what I mean. But <laughs> yeah. since we've gotten Mahomes and he's been starting, everything has changed. Correct. But if you've been a, a Chiefs fan for a long time. You know that for years and years they have excited right. us and then they let us down. So I still have that in there, but I, I noticed that that is fading. Where mm-hmm. if we are down, I'm like, we got Mahomes, right. we're good. <laughs> you know, we, we found a way to lock it away. In like yeah, compartment, yeah. compartment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm watching the game and I love the fact that I mean, if we want to call it what we called it, they didn't they didn't play well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we mm-hmm. put up 30 straight points, but if we're looking at the efficiency that we're going to need at the end of the season. Yep. The last couple games have scared me yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. We need to be more efficient. We need to get our fundamentals going, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if we can have these games where we get down a lot and then come back when we're potentially have to pay like a Green Bay or something like that. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is that we still have a Patrick Mahomes. Right. We still have a Travis Kelsey yeah. and a Hill where we can do that kind of stuff. So it was cool to see. And like midway through the, the game, I was kind of working on some other stuff. And I actually fell asleep. Fell asleep when we were down, and I woke up, and we were up thirty to ten. Yeah. I'm like, "How long was I asleep?" Exactly. My wife's like, "You yeah. weren't asleep long." Oh, and it's crazy because as we saw at the end yeah. of the year last year, we can do that. We can put up points yeah. at a rapid, mm-hmm. rapid speed, you know. And mm-hmm. so that all, all of my fears and my worries that kind of like sweeps it away. But I would love to see us be a little more efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, Holmes be a little more uh, tight with his throws. I He's agree. getting a little. Yeah. I'll say lackadaisical with his footwork. Right. You know, me playing football and mm-hmm. actually played uh, quarterback as well. He's so creative with what he does. The footwork, I think, is starting to lack a little right. bit, and it's he's starting to he's, he's missing some some passes some easy. He knows ones. he can get away with he some can. of that, right? Because yeah. it's just the raw talent. Yeah, right. yeah. But yeah. I mean, criticisms do where it's due, right? Yes. Like, yeah. you, Mahomes Correct. doesn't get a lot of it, but yeah. you know, three yeah. interceptions. Mm, that's a lot. The, yeah, the and wild, some were tips. You yeah, know, and but, the wild thing about the interceptions, right? Because we do have that skeptical side of of our mind being Chiefs fans for so long, but. 
I didn't get. I was more frustrated that he was maybe losing the MVP mm-hmm. than like I was worried about us True. losing the game. Yeah, which yep. is crazy to think yeah. that our mentality has switched so mm-hmm. much from that. It's like, okay, well, come on, Mahomes, we're gonna score next drive, right? Or so it was just really unique yeah. to see that, and hopefully he can start uh, making some more efficient passes. Yeah, yeah. You know? So it goes from a mindset of like. We're ahead, but we're they're probably gonna find some way to trick it off and we're right. gonna lose right. too. Right. Eh, we're down, but we're fine. We're good. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know well, I mean? Feels I it's really cool. Yeah. There's it's really a stat cool. here yeah. that's like um so since the start of twenty nineteen, anytime we're down by ten points, we're or we have a win loss record of eight and one, which is like an eighty eight percent winning percentage. Yeah. The rest of the league uh has like a sixteen percent winning percentage. Yeah. And in, in it's insane. So yeah. Again, Mahomes said he has a love-hate relationship with uh, Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah, uh, where they every time they go, they get a hat because they uh, went the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah two um, picks exactly. So. Yeah. yeah, but what uh, what do you think about Travis Kelsey's season so far? I think that what he's doing right now is insane. It is. You know what I mean? Is. Like to be a tight end who is not only just balling out of his mind, but leading mm-hmm. the, the league yep. in receiving yards. That's never been done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Love and to see that. He's like this silent assassin, right? Yeah. Like I feel like people don't even realize or haven't realized the pace that he's kept up this entire year, let mm-hmm. alone the four previous years of a thousand yard seasons. Yeah. And now it's like, boom, here's all the data, here's all the information right in your face. And people still don't really believe it. Yeah. Like, it is pretty quiet. We you may know. be watching the greatest tight end of all time, right. and people need to respect that. But I mean, yeah. you look yeah, at I the agree. explosiveness of someone like a DK Metcalf or Stephon Diggs, even right. Tyreek Hill, right. who are, you know, uh, like the three, you know, guys after mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get the big plays, right? Yeah. But Travis Kelsey, it's those eight, receiving, eight, eight receptions each game where mm-hmm. he's like sliding yeah. and making space and zone coverage, and he'll yeah. get you those 20 yards. Uh, and those first down, he leads the league in first down catches as well. So like, obviously go to, but man, him and I mean, him and Pat are playing chess out there. Mm-hmm. They, they really <laughs> are though. Not I mean, if, if you look at it, they are they're literally connected by a, a mental wavelength. Like, yes. right. like Kelsey's watching Mahomes, and he just goes where he needs him. They've you know spoke I mean? about that in interviews too, right? Where they're like, I, I can't really explain it, but. Pat and I are on, like just mentally locked up. Yeah, we're in sync. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even, like, during that uh, Texans comeback last year in the playoffs, uh, where uh, I guess Mahomes like toe dragged through that ball and mm-hmm. Mah- and Kelsey caught it down there. He's like, yeah. "Dude, how do you even know I was gonna be there? Like, that's crazy." So again, they got that mental way. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense, but I love that we have it. Yeah. Um, well, I guess looking ahead, um, I, I did want to ask you about fantasy. You said you didn't play, mm-hmm. but yeah. there's a reason why. Yeah. So with my, I, I it's just how my entrepreneurial brain works. Yeah. Before I was an entrepreneur, I, I stopped playing, and because my ADHD brain works in a way where I get very obsessive on things, oh, yeah. and so I played all through college and whatnot, and I put way too much time in it. Like mm-hmm. most of us do, but for me, like I just dive into things yeah. and I dive into mm-hmm. my fantasy because I want to win, and so it just honestly took up way too much time. Where it was my it was, my, it was going into my senior year and whatnot, and I was like, I'm, I just can't do it. Yeah. Just the, the the amount of work. And honestly, it was basketball that I was like, I can't do that again. Because yeah. mm-hmm. with bas- you know, football, there's 16 games, mm-hmm. there's playoffs, sure. Super Bowl. With basketball, you have a game every night. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? Crazy. So I'm, taxing. Yeah. It, I'm on my phone all the time looking at scores, mm-hmm. and I'm moving my guys around, and mm-hmm. to an obsessive level. Right. 
You know what I mean? And so I was like, I can't do this. I feel that. Yeah, Yeah. I've got a five team. So oh my gosh, I'm I'm excited to hear about (laughs) you guys' teams. Reconsider that next year. Yeah, I'm excited to hear what you guys have going on. Then I couldn't do five. This guy's crazy. I think you do four personal, and then you manage like a family league or something. Yeah, one of my girlfriends from college, I manage your team for. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was a rough week for me. I feel like I'm one of the only Christian McCaffrey owners this year who has made it to the playoffs. I, and I'll, so I'll brag on myself there, but I'm out. Oh, dang. <laughs> I, I yeah. lost this week by one point um, to some one all. Point, one uh, point. And all, uh, all was it Tyler Bass or T Bass uh, for the Buffalo Bills? All he had to do, he played, they played, um, who'd they just beat? Uh, the, Steel- uh, the Steelers. Steelers. And they were on that last drive, and the Steelers didn't have an extra timeout. If the Steelers had an extra timeout, they would have stopped the clock, and the Bills would have just kicked the field goal. Instead, the Bills were able to kneel the ball and run the timeout. That no. field goal would have made me win and move next to the round, or next round in playoffs. So that one's done. I'll, I'll be playing consolation matches, but I won't be getting any money out of it. And yeah. man, that was my run it back season. I have a trophy at home and everything. <laughs> yeah. So now every time I look at it, I'm like, well, I don't get to keep you next year. So <laughs> I'll be taking you back. And then my other league, I'm playing for third place uh, mm-hmm. this week. But yeah, got kicked out of that one too. So man, man. hopefully you're having a little bit of better luck. Yeah, than me, so man. I'm I'm still alive in three of my leagues. Uh, two of my personal ones. So I'm two of the four I'm still in. And then uh, the league I'm running for my friend uh, is actually the best one of them all, which Heck sucks. Yeah. Like I have Kyler, Tyreek, and Travis who have been just carrying me. Wow. And AJ you tra- like, who are you playing against? Now? Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's a 10 person league. I mean, it's, hey, it's a pretty right. good league, yeah. but, um, yeah, I don't know. So, um, yeah, that one's a family league that doesn't have any money. So I'm only in one money league. So hopefully we'll you see. You feel pretty good about that one? Yeah. Um, I'm playing the number one seed, so we'll see. Oh, but man, good uh, luck. I, yeah. I'm, I'm projected to beat him. I have a good good matchups this week. So Lamar Jackson coming out of the woodwork, you know, yeah. uh, you know, last night uh, definitely helped. Oh my but gosh, hopefully he can continue because I've been starting Justin Herbert over him, but now I think I'm gonna go back to Lamar. <laughs> he's he's yeah. why I missed out in one of the leagues. He put me like a whopping six points or something like mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. He's yeah. a hell of a player, that, but I want to see him. Game. I want to see him go all out. I feel. Like, I feel like the league is better when his name is being yeah, talked about 100%. more. I really hope that he Agreed. starts to pick it up. Like yeah, he was like watching that year. Browns game was the first time this season I've been like, that's the Lamar we knew last year. Like he came back uh, after being. Everyone thought he went to he's <laughs> <go> to the <laughs> bathroom. Yeah, uh, we still jury's still out on that yeah, one. But exactly. uh, uh, yeah, he comes back and throws a forty-four yard touchdown yeah. right after that. And yeah. like to your point of the Chiefs, like you know, always having that heartbreak, like. That's the Browns. Yeah. Like having, yeah, just being right yeah. there, you're getting so good and you still get heartbroken like that. Yeah. They got to hang yeah. their heads high, right? Or keep their heads yeah. high because they have a good nucleus and a good team they're building yeah. around. So yeah. we'll be playing them for years to come. Yeah. It's a cool year uh, where you have some of these teams that have not been good in a long time are actually getting good. And then right, the teams too that are usually pretty, some of the teams that are usually pretty good, like mm-hmm. Cowboys. Patriots. Patriots mm-hmm. that that aren't. It's like, oh man, this is weird. Yeah, you know, twenty twenty keeps getting weirder. I know, man. To I, see the Bills at number three in the power rankings is crazy. When I love seeing those these young QBs take over the league. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, list goes Baker on. Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Drew Lock can turn it on a little bit more. I yeah. mean, it'll be it'll be fun, exciting years to watch. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, uh, week fifteen. You know, it's the biggest matchup I've been looking forward to all year, mm-hmm. uh, and the one game I've been actually worried about. But uh, we still don't know if Drew Brees is going to be back for this one. Yeah, uh, I don't really think he will be. He wasn't available against the Eagles, uh, and they just came off a really terrible loss. Jalen right. Hurts, yeah. props to you, man. Um, but Isaac, what are you? What are your thoughts on this Saints game coming up? So, 
I'm going to go at it as if they're not going to get Drew Brees back. Um, mm-hmm. The Chiefs have this thing, and I do think it's, you know, they're trying to figure out, oh, what's going on with the Chiefs? I do think that the Chiefs are really bored. I do yeah. think that we're so good to the point where they're just kind of like hanging out, and then when they need the points, they turn it on, and we get right. it. Playing with so food a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I get it. So mm-hmm. I think the game's going to be close. I think it's going to be a little more of a high-scoring game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's no way in heck that Saints are going to beat the Chiefs. <laughs> Just objectively, they just don't have the weapons. They, they, really, they really don't. Our, our offense is too high-powered. Our defense kind of sporadic here or there, but mm-hmm. they're going to play strong enough. So I'm I'm taking, obviously, the Chiefs on this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. I would say, because I got to thinking about it a little bit more for, like, I write these keys to victory, just three little quick points. Yeah. Taysom Hill, right? And, and he's a great quarterback with his feet and making things happen. But if you force him, it's like point number one, would be force him to be a, a pocket passer mm-hmm. forcing to be a pocket QB um, he doesn't have a ton of success yeah. when he's when you neutralize his feet um, and getting outside the pocket so I think that's going to be the key number one number two is as you had mentioned they don't have all the playmakers they have a couple right they have Michael Thomas and like Alvin Kamara but they don't have if Drew Brees is not at the helm it's, it's like I don't know they're just not as explosive yeah, yeah. I mean Jerry Cook Jared Cooks yeah. is good, and yeah. Emmanuel Sanders is good, but right. they're you know not the Chiefs' weapons. Well, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then so you shut down Michael and you shut down um, Alvin, and, and you can do that by <laughs> neutralizing Taysom Hill. So if, if you do those two things, I think we're going to be in for a, a, a great W. Um, and then just lastly, play Chiefs football. Keep our eyes on that number one seed. Don't play with your food. It's like we've, we've secured this uh, number one seed like we thought we were. You and I discussed and felt very confident two weeks ago that we would get there. Um, but let's not throw it away. So yeah. continue operating in all three facets of the game. Yeah, we can lock up that number one seed with two victories as long as mm-hmm. one of those victories is the Chargers at the end of the year. Yeah. So, I mean, yep. we can't afford to lose one, but I'd rather not. Yeah. So 15 and 1 sounds yeah, pretty sounds nice. Really good. Yeah, really <laughs> nice. I, I predicted 14 and 2 at the beginning of the year. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, hopefully I'm wrong. Uh, but uh, moving on to score predictions. So last week, uh, Malachi, shout out to you. He's, yeah. he's my favorite part of uh, <laughs> our our own podcast. It's yeah, great. Uh, great. Shout out to you. Hope you're feeling better, man. Um, he took a little tumble, broke his yeah. broke his arm, but uh, he's got a sweet sling. So thanks, mm-hmm. Tiffany. Uh, but he predicted 38 to 17. Bryce, you were 27 14. Casey was closest with mm-hmm. 35 to 24. The guests now took the lead over you, man. Uh, they're at 130 or 163 overall. Yeah. Lucas, you had uh, 38 21. Now mm-hmm. 180. And I'm rounding up the pack. I took 31 17. I'm now 215 overall. I think uh, I don't think I have much room to be. <laughs> so for our fantasy yeah. league, we make the the loser have to sit in a Waffle House for 24 hours. And eat pancakes. I, I think that's gonna be you, man. I don't know. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, we'll have to come up with a punishment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be the one doing it. But um, yeah, Isaac. So you think it's gonna be high scoring this time? I do. What, what are your uh, predictions here? I think it's gonna be 35 31. I like mm, that. I like yeah. that score. Yeah, yeah. it's close, and and I think we'll pull it out in the fourth quarter. Maybe right? Is that when we're going to get ahead, or are we going to be behind? I'm curious. Your thoughts? I think we'll be ahead, and I think that they're. I don't think we're going to be behind. I really don't. But I think that we're going to pump the brakes whenever right. we're ahead. Classic, like like yeah. we do. Yeah, that's you know what I mean. True. And they're going to come back like against. You know, the Buccaneers kind of happened as well. Or even like last week, too. Yeah. The Dolphins started coming back at the end. It was yeah. a seven-point game. Yeah. Chiefs are uh, three-and-a-half-point favorites over under 51-and-a-half, by the way. So you have them covering. Yep. Um, cool. What about you? I think I'm going to lower 
the score a little bit here to prevent myself from getting too far behind, right? But uh, 31 Chiefs, um, 24 Saints. Um, and, you know, I'm already going to lose, so screw it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm gonna go 38-34 uh, like for this. It. I think it's going to be high scoring. Um, for some reason, we are, like I, I just feel like they're going to put up a bunch of points, uh, and it's going to be a shootout game where our defenses probably both just don't play that well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, I'm not very good at this, so I'm probably being wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, but, uh, yeah, Isaac, that, uh, that wraps things up. Do you have any closing comments or anything? Well, well, as far as Chiefs go, I think it's just so cool that, um, you know, we're kind of having it in neutral and we're still doing well enough to keep winning. Yeah. You know what I mean? We only lost one. And um, every single week, we're getting the other team's best. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to knock off the champs. Everyone yeah. wants to knock off the best team in the league. We are now mm-hmm. the best team in the league. And so I would not say we're playing our best even close because mm-hmm. I do think that we're bored. Yeah. But we're still pulling out the victories while getting the other team's best. So I think when it comes down to it and we have to play for actual real chips around the table, mm-hmm. we're in the playoffs and whatnot, oh, we're fighting for – that um, for sure first seed in the AFC that I think that we're going to turn it on, and it's just not going to be close. So those are my thoughts. They're making me nervous a little bit, but I know when it comes comes down to crunch time, we'll be fine. I agree, I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Well, that does it for week 15 of Talk and Chop. Uh, Whether you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple, make sure to subscribe to follow us along for the rest of the season um, interviewing Kansas City's top execs and personalities. Um, Isaac, again, thanks for being with us this week uh, and uh, making it out of the house. I know. Uh, you got to be careful with the wife, but I appreciate that. And congrats to you guys. Uh, Best of luck moving forward with everything at the end of the year and to 2021 as well. Um, But we'll catch you all next week. And as always, go Go Chiefs. Chiefs.